Welcome back, welcome back uh, to another edition of the Spacefield.com Campus Report Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Walker, and I'll make this one really quick because we'll have two episodes within a couple hours of each other. They should be showing up in your feed. So as always, make sure you're subscribing, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is. Uh, we'll bring you as much as we can during this coronavirus pandemic of stories from around college sports. Uh, BYU football and basketball in particular, but anywhere around the state, we're open to good stories, so we're going to open up this feed and try to do a little bit more for you guys. And speaking of a little bit more, I sat down recently with uh, with an incoming BYU recruit who came home from his mission a little bit early because of the coronavirus virus pandemic. You've probably seen him pop up in your social media feed. Uh, his name's Cash Peterman. He's a two-time state champion kicker from Chandler High School in Arizona. Played on the same team as four-star quarterback Jacob Conover, who's also on a mission right now uh, that a lot of you have probably heard of. But Cash was uh, gracious enough to sit down with me to talk for a couple minutes about the end of his mission, kind of a surprising end, and he's had a really surprising mission. Just done a lot of things that... Um, that you don't normally see missionaries do, quite frankly. So he's got a really fun story. I think it's great. And he, he shares a story about how he got taken out of Canada uh, pretty last minute as COVID-19 started to just sweep across the globe and, and envelop public health uh, professionals, both in the United States and Canada. Um, and he had to come back home before he was initially going to be released in August. So... Without further ado, here's my conversation with incoming BYU kicker, Cash Peterman. Joining me now on the line from his home in Chandler, Arizona, I think it is, uh, the good mm-hmm. side of the greater Phoenix area, as I like to call it. Uh, native Arizonan, former two-time state champion with the Wolves, and future BYU kicker, punter, and 61-yard booter. Uh, you've probably seen his highlights floating around Twitter by now. Mr. Cash Peterson, Cash Peterman. Sorry, I almost called you Peterson. Cash Peterman. No worries. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining me for a couple of minutes here on the podcast, man. Oh, of course. I love it. I love it. Cash, you... Uh, you sent out a tweet about it was like a week or so ago. It feels like it was a couple of months ago, but you were on your mission a couple of months ago, so it wasn't that that short. Right. Uh, but you sent out a tweet of you uh, kicking a 61-yard field goal in practice um, pretty soon after you came home from a mission. I got to ask, was that the first thing that you did after you came home or just one of the first things? It was definitely my first I was dreaming about that definitely my whole mission. There was one of my friends that has a football field in his backyard, and that was always the first place I was going to go no matter what. So as soon as I landed, I grabbed my brother and bag of balls, and we went straight to the field. That's amazing. Uh, is, is that the longest field goal or practice field goal you've ever kicked? No. Um, my longest field goal that I've kicked in practice is a 72, and um, – yeah, just since I've been home. I think that's the farthest one. Maybe it could be farther. I don't know. 
Okay, so farthest games, one on film. Yeah. So, so just just so we're clear, games and practice very differently, very very oh, different for kickers. Off definitely. the top of your head, do you know how long your game high is? Game high is a fifty-two. Fifty-two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little bit different between practice and games. Just but, a little. Uh, I think BYU fans would be okay if you booted a couple of fifty-two yarders. Oh, I hope so. Because that's that's essentially the next step. I mean, you're you are an incoming BYU kicker um, mm-hmm. right now, and we'll get to sort of your journey here in a minute. But I want to step back to uh, the past, not quite two years, mm-hmm. where you've been serving a mission for uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints up in uh, Montreal, Canada. Um, What's that been like for the past year and a half? And maybe just as importantly, uh, what has the past month or so been like as the world's been grappling with this coronavirus outbreak? It's definitely been a roller coaster. It's been really fun. Mom, the first mission I went to was the Canada Halifax mission. And then they had the mergers of multiple missions. So then we were absorbed into the Montreal mission and was the number one largest proselyting mission in the world now. So we could be bounced anywhere. I was always in rural areas, but then my last um, last five months, I was in Montreal, like the city of Montreal. And um, being surrounded by a lot more people definitely escalated the situation with the whole coronavirus a whole lot faster. So there were missionaries that only rode the metro and um, there was a case on the metro lines and that's when all the panic started to to break out. People started, missionaries started to be pulled from there and just asked to stay inside and things just kept getting faster and faster until the point where we weren't allowed, um, we're not allowed to do church anymore. Temples were closed down and basically all missionaries were put into quarantine and then they started to hear things about states closing the borders and quebec is really antsy with their um with their border closes they love their french and they love to be independent so we were hearing that they were going to close theirs really fast so um our president preslow came out and um basically went to the people that were at risk of being stuck because we didn't want to have any of that and he gave them the option to either you'd stay and it, you'd never know how, how long it could be that you'd be there or um, they'd get you home with um, honorable release and all that. And they'd have all the, the Canadian, Canadian native missionaries stay in um, those areas. And so it was the option being out over um, 20 months would mean I'd only have one more month in the field so because that was jumped back so i chose the option to head out before and now we're at the point where um border closings are more realistic so i'm glad i made that choice yes it's it's obviously a pretty good thing that you kind of came back when you did because uh canada's a nice country but i don't know if you want to be stuck there for several more years away from your family especially not as a missionary right yeah, for sure. Uh, how was was it pretty crazy kind of getting word of like, hey, you know, 
I, I know you technically have several months left on your mission, but you've got this option and we think you should probably take it to, to end early and to get back home and, and that sort of thing. Was that, was that a little right. bit of a, like a surreal feeling, I guess? Oh yeah. It was because I think the whole world went from like joking about this virus that was way across the ocean that was never going to get here to, to being inside all the time in a matter of a week. And I'd say it was that much as well going from where you're knocking on every door to where we're getting posts from the first presidency and everything saying, don't talk to anyone on the street and just stay inside. It was all just so fast and escalated so quickly that it was basically, you're just in for the ride and you just hold on. In for the ride and just hold on. Uh, that sounds like a good story for your uh, upcoming memoir or autobiography <laughs> about this situation. Um, <laughs> so what? So what have you been up to in the in the week or so since you've been home? I guess, and what are kind of your plans moving forward through this summer um, and this fall as you get ready to enroll at BYU for your uh, for your kicking? So for me, it's just been a whole lot of training. I've been out kicking, it seems like, every other day. I've done workouts in the backyard. We have a few weights here that I wasn't able to have the opportunity to have out there in the field. Um, yeah, just getting back into, into top shape, the best shape I can, and then just setting up classes, getting ready for all that stuff. Um, Jacob Conover just got back from Paraguay, and he'll be reassigned within the next two weeks. I've run out and talked to him. In a few days, it's been home. It's been a fun little reunion, but most of the time, it's just staying at home. I I, uh, I forgot that, uh, yeah, you and Jacob spent a ton of time together, obviously winning a couple state titles at, at uh, Chandler and whatnot. What's his mood like as he's kind of on the other side of his mission, I guess, and getting ready to be reassigned? Yeah, I'd say... From what he says last night, he's definitely still in shock because um, he just got sent back. He he wasn't released yet because he's going to be heading back out somewhere in the States and they don't even know where yet. It's all just, it's all just moving so fast. He's just prepping himself to get back out there. But right now he's enjoying time with his family and stuff like that. Well, speaking of family, it's obviously good to see your actual family right now, but how excited are you to be able to get up to Provo and to see your BYU football family? Because you were a kid, I remember when you when you committed and, and then signed with BYU, you were, I almost want to use the word antsy about oh, coming yeah. to Provo, about playing for BYU, putting on the Royal Blue, uh, playing for, for, uh, for Kalani, um, that kind of thing. So just how excited are you, I guess, to kind of get to that point? I've been antsy since elementary school. It's all just been like a dream. Like, cause my goal is definitely to play in the NFL and to have one of those long careers like Vinatieri and Justin Tucker is to be one of those names and just to be able to be climbing up them the steps like is going on is just exciting for me. And I'm just two years went by like that. And now to actually be getting ready to step on the field within the next few years is, oh, I'm just ready for it. I've been ready for it. 
that's awesome. What uh, what's what's on your plate between now and then? What are you looking forward to doing before you can officially get to campus? Obviously, assuming you know the the COVID nineteen doesn't wipe us all out. Exactly, exactly. Um, what's on my plate? Um, I don't have much on my plate. It's just um the simple things, the small things, just getting in, gonna put on some more muscle, just strengthen stuff, um, mentally get ready for competition. I love competition, just, yeah, just the mental reps and that whole game is all I got. Last question, and I'll let you get out of here on this, but stepping away from football a little bit, um, when, you've had a couple of days, even, even a week or so to, to sort of digest this and go through this. But when people ask you about your mission um, and kind of what you take away from it uh, and, and that kind of thing, even with how, I guess, just weird, helter-skelter in a lot of ways, the last couple of weeks of it were, what do you kind of tell them? What, what did you kind of learn from, from serving the Lord for two years, I guess, or a year and a half? Oh, I definitely, I've learned so much from it, but I think that I definitely didn't have a, a normal mission, I'd say. Um, there were many opportunities where I got to use my my talents, my gifts and abilities to to help hasten the work in a way. There was um, one area I had in Cape Breton where we were out street contacting and um, we ran into the only football head coach in um, in Cape Breton. And it, he we ended up talking he invited us over for dinner that one night and we went and he invited us out to to help coach the team and we talked to our president and he authorized us to use it as service so we ended up coaching a, a football team and I got to train a couple kickers out there and get a few reps in myself and um, that was just like a, a good testimony to me that he wants us to use everything we got and he gives us all these things around us for a reason. And uh, just there's so many things that, that there is to learn and lessons to be taught and learned from. So I'd say my mission has taught me more about who I am and what things I need to, to learn and to become. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. No, that's awesome, man. Um, that's, that's really cool. It's definitely a lesson that it's, it's almost like somebody knows where you're called, like you're called somewhere where you really need to be at a certain time, even if, you know, world situations escalate quickly or your missions get merged together or that kind of thing. It's almost mm -hmm. like there's a greater plan, right? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Cash Peterman, uh, the uh, standout kicker from Chandler High School, future BYU kicker, 61-yard big goal kicker. Um, I, uh, thanks so much for joining me on the show for a couple of minutes, and I will uh, I'll let you get going with your and your family, and putting a 62-yard goal on Twitter, maybe? Of course. We'll send it on the way next week. <laughs> <laughs>